Dags för avsnitt nummer 43 utav Champagnepodden och idag så kommer jag intervjua min allra längsta gäst och det kommer även vara den gästen som har varit med flest gånger, nämligen Laurent Hakort som är CEO eller president på Polosher. Jag ska säga att både idag och förra gången jag intervjuade honom så började jag med att säga att han var Vice President hos Polosher och då fick vi starta om intervjun. Loran undrade om jag inte hade lärt mig någonting på ett års tid. Tydligen så har jag inte lärt mig att uttala hans efternamn helt korrekt och har inte heller lärt mig hans titel men han är ändå lika glad att vara med. Avsnittet är osponsrat. Är det så att det är någon som vill sponsra podden som är icke-vinimportör? Så får ni gärna höra av er till martin.champansweden.se så ska vi se vad vi kan hitta på för någonting. Eh, Apropå sponsring så får jag faktiskt frågan ganska ofta om jag är sponsrad av Polosher. Och då ska jag säga det att jag är absolut inte sponsrad av Polosher. Jag tycker att Polosher är en otroligt god champagne. Det är otroligt härliga människor som eh, står bakom varumärket nere i champagne, familjen och... Alla som jobbar där nere och framförallt importören Worldwine har jag fått ett väldigt bra samarbete med. Och ja, det känns som att det är en enda stor familj där. Så därför så, jag tycker väldigt mycket om Polosher och importören. Så därför så kommer det upp en hel del Polosher-flödet. Men det är absolut ingen sponsring. Men i alla fall, jag kommer att förflytta mig till Grand Hotels vinkällare. Där vi så fint säkerligen kommer att bli placerade på ett eh, litet romantiskt bord. Eh, och eh, Fredrik Lindström tror jag att han heter. Lindnär. Fredrik, som är där i alla fall. Eh, Allt är trevligt och jag hoppas att han serverar något gott i glasen. Så att vi gör så att eh, vi förflyttar oss till Grand Hotel. So I moved myself to Grand Hotel to meet wonderful Laurent Hacourt, the president, CEO of Polosher. Welcome. Nice to see you. Good to see you again in this uh, beautiful uh, cellar of uh, Grand Hotel. This is our third interview. Uh, I didn't count, uh, <laughs> but uh, I am always very happy to uh, to exchange with you, Martin. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here, and, and you'll be the guest that had, had been in the podcast most times. Very. Proud. It's an honor for me. It's an honor for us. So, what are you doing in in Stockholm this time? You know, uh, Stockholm and Sweden is very close to our earth at Paul Roger for many years. The Swedish market has been a very special market for uh, for uh, our uh, maison. Christian Paul Roger, before me, uh, has been traveling uh, a lot into Sweden. He loved Sweden. This uh, this place, Grand uh, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tell... Um has been uh, has been a very special customer for Paul Roger. I mean, uh, Paul Roger has been the air champagne for the last 18 years. Yes. So it's a place where we feel uh, we feel uh, very comfortable, and uh, we 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 love. Uh, I love this environment of the of this uh, cellar of Grand Hotel. Yeah. And then uh, the market of Sweden for a country uh, of around 10 million people yes. if I, uh, uh, is, uh, is, is a big market for Paul Roger probably bigger than what uh, it should represent if we were uh, selling uh, champagne proportionally to our production mm -hmm. we do allocate all our production worldwide Sweden is a little exception or a big exception Uh, maybe because of the system or the system Bolaget. Yes. Because uh, when you are listed and you have your product on the shelf, uh, when you get order, you deliver. And uh, Paul Roger has always been... Um, it has always been difficult for Paul Roger to say no. So, uh, in fact, uh, this market has been growing a lot. We have as well fantastic uh, supporters in the restaurant. And uh, I, I like to come back. I, I am not anymore uh, the export director for for Paul Roger, as I have been for many years. But uh, I still like to come. And the great thing about Sweden is that uh, in in uh, in a couple of days, uh, you can see a lot of people. Mm. We did uh, organize yesterday uh, a, a nice uh, vertical tasting of the. Winston Churchill. I was uh, really glad to be invited. It was a, a very nice evening. Fantastic. And uh, I, I saw, uh, I saw, uh, we had a great attendance. And the occasion, I mean, the main occasion was uh, the official release in Sweden of the Cuvée Winston Churchill uh, Vintage 08, mm -hmm. which is the 17th vintage of the Cuvée. Yes. I've had uh, one Winston vertical before, and uh, I think the vintages was back to 96. But, but uh, the bottles yesterday were so fresh. Were they? Did you take them directly from the cellar, or had they been in Sweden for a while? No, I think they were. Uh, I mean, we sent them uh, the, the one we have not been sending the last few weeks mm. have been sent. A few months ago. Okay. So basically, uh, these wines, although they are not uh, recently disgorged, they were disgorged at the as the other at the time of the release, but they have aged in the cellars of Paul Roger, and uh, I have um, I'm strongly believing that uh, the cellar of Paul Roger have something very special, and they keep the wines very well. Did you have any favorite vintage uh, for the tasting yesterday? I, I, uh, it's always a bit difficult for me to say uh, that I have a favorite. It's always difficult for somebody to say that uh, you have a favorite uh, among your children. Yeah. Although they, I have not been 
uh, I have not been uh, master of the blending for uh, for uh, most of this cuvee. No. But I, I would like to say that uh, I think the 08 is going to be an amazing wine. It's very fresh, but already tasteable. And uh, unlike some uh, other outstanding vintage at the time of the release, like 02 or 96, yes. I think 08 is probably easier to taste mm. at, at the lounge. Okay. But at the same time, you, you can feel there is a backbone and, and the wine is going to age extremely well. Yes. Another reason is maybe we have been anticipating maybe more with the disgorgement a few months, uh, six months in advance. Mm. So the, after six months, the wine are starting to recover from the disgorgement. Yes. I, I found, um, I mean, CO2 was beautiful, but I don't, I don't think it's a surprise. Ah. I love the 88, the 98, sorry. <laughs> the 88 was... No, no, the, just for, for dinner. <laughs> no, the, the 88 was just for me to drink. <laughs> okay. no, no, we didn't taste the 88, but I love the 98. I found uh, the 2000, null, null. Yes, null, null. Very, very good. In fact, I did test uh, all the wines. Uh, it was a good day for tasting. Yeah. It really was. Mm. And uh, we opened, was it four bottles of each? And uh, we didn't have any uh, off, like defect bottles at all? I don't think so. I have not been told. That's amazing. Which, is, uh, which means four on six wines. Mm. No, but it's 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 good, and and lately we we have not been uh, we have not been affected too much uh, with uh, with a cork mm. uh, or mm. with default bottles. No, we don't even have to talk about cork. No, but uh, you know, it's something. Uh, I mean, it could happen, and that's why uh, I like as well when we do some very special uh, tastings on older wines. I like to do it at Paul Roger because uh, we know we have some mm. bottles under our feet yes so in case uh, we want to try another bottle well, it was a good day it was it took a good tasting um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, great attendance people f from the trade journalists and and sommeliers and restaurateurs and chefs i really liked the uh, 08 of course it's uh, quite shy but very elegant and I think it would be a great wine in, in a couple of years. Uh, but uh, to drink now, I, I love the 04. Yes. It's so open and so... 04, 04 is, a, is a kind of year uh, you like to have more of the, the 04 because the 04 was a year with uh, good yields. And in fact, the, the, we could harvest more and bottle more after a very difficult 2003 and sometime when you have big yields you could get a bit of dilution or you could get uh, and in 2004 I mean 2004 you, you got the fruit you got uh, you got the roundness you got you got a good acidity for for a, for a, for a big crop mm. and uh, I, I, I think they, they are upon the release they were very nice to drink and, and the edge uh, well as well, yeah. so it's good. It's very nice. I agree. And uh, we have to talk about this year's harvest as well. This, uh, this year is, this year, uh, you know, we are talking about offer. 
which came after 2003, which was a year of very low yields, frost, and, and uh, difficulties. And we tend to see, to say that Mother Nature is, uh, is helping uh, the grower after a tough and challenging uh, harvest. Yeah. 2017 is an harvest that uh, a lot of people want to forget because it was a challenging and tough yeah. harvest. Even in Champagne, when uh, our chef de cave, uh, Dominique Petit, retired uh, end of March, and uh, the new chef de cave, Damien, when you ask them, uh, when you ask Dominique what is his last vintage, he's saying 2016. And when you ask Damien what is his first vintage, and he was already there, he said uh, 2018. <laughs> so they let uh, me uh, to, to uh, assume that uh, the responsibility on the 2017. But I am happy to do it. <laughs> However, if 2017 was challenging and it's definitely not going to be a vintage mm. at Paul Roger, and I don't think in many other uh, houses or domains, uh, 2018 is a, is a vintage of the records, all the records. Early uh, harvest, which is becoming a bit normal because for the fifth time in 10 years, we are... Uh, we have been starting uh, a picking in August, but this year some of the picking was finished at the end of August. We had a very warm uh, summer, a nice spring, too warm summer for some region in France or in, uh, in, in Europe. But I think thanks to the quality of the underground of Champagne, you know, we like to say in Champagne, we have two key competitive advantage compared to some other uh, wine region. A bad soil and a bad weather. <laughs> and in fact, the bad weather is giving us the possibility to have a secondary fermentation mm. after full maturity. And the so-called bad soil is a chalky soil enhancing the vine to have a fantastic resource and reserve even if the weather is very hot mm. and, and the, the roots are sourcing the water kept in the chalk yes. and probably uh, this has been saving uh, the harvest this year we, we have big harvest it does not mean we are going to bottle more champagne because the yields are set yes. but uh, big harvest fantastic quality of grapes, yes, and a lot of uh, senior people in, in Champagne are saying that it's one of the most amazing, if not the most uh, amazing harvest they have ever seen. Any single grape was in perfect condition. Yes. I mean, everywhere for the Chardonnay, the Pinot Noir, outstanding Pinot Noir in Montagne de Reims. Beautiful Pinot Meunier. We we may uh, we have to see with the wines and we have to see how it's going. But I can definitely tell you that uh, we will bottle vintage and we will bottle Churchill this year. Mm. What we don't know is how the wines are going to to evolve and to mature and to and to age in the future. And uh, there is a question mark because uh, the acidity. Is, 
levels are, are a bit low, but the pH uh, remain uh, stable. And uh, I think we, we, yes, we had not too much uh, malic acid. Mm. The counterpart is that if you do not have too much malic, it means that you do not have a lot of uh, loss of acidity after malolactic. Yes. <laughs> so basically, uh, the acidity was was pretty low at the harvest time, but we didn't lose too much. I think uh, we were amazed with, uh, and, and even when you, I was at each press house in my car all around during the two weeks or 20 days of the harvest. And I can tell you that I tasted a lot of grapes. When you taste the grapes well, you cannot produce bad wines. So my feeling is that it's going to be a fantastic, uh, fantastic vintage. Anyway, it's going to be unique. Yes. And uh, it will probably be uh, expected as uh, something very special. Mm. But we have to wait some time. Uh, uh, probably 10 years for the Churchill, probably seven, eight years for the vintages. Yeah. Uh, but I think a question that uh, the listeners uh, want to have an uh, answer for is um, the vintage 2008 for the Churchill. Everything that's been released in Sweden for uh, Prestige Champagnes 08 has sold out really, really fast. And uh, will we have that problem in Sweden as well? Do we have to run to Systembolaget first? You, to no, but uh, you know it's coming. It's coming now, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a first. Uh, it's the beginning of the release. Swedish people are going to get Churchill uh, next year because uh, we have planned to have uh, a new allocation of Churchill for the entire year uh, next year. It doesn't mean that Sweden is going to, to have more than some other markets. Mm. We have a lot of requests. The vintage is beautiful. A lot of producers have been producing outstanding wines. <laughs> But it's it's a, it's a bit funny because we are we are uh, I mean Paul Roger has a, a reputation for vintages, mm. and we are not waiting for star vintages to sell our vintages. But it is true we sell and, and uh, probably some Swedish people could remember that that we have been uh, I mean we are selling vintage brut vintage at uh, System Bolaget. And our brood vintage is, uh, <coughs> I think, in this category, uh, a leader. Yeah. When we released 2008, it has been helping a lot. Uh, and, and we have been, uh, I think we have been, uh, Paul Roger have been nice to Sweden because we have been letting the order come without saying it's too much. Mm. And uh, in a way, uh, we thought it was as well a, a, a good opportunity to to, uh, to to have our customer who are used to have the Paul Roger uh, Brut Reserve mm. to have access to more of uh, of the range of Paul Roger. Yeah. We will probably, I mean, uh, probably... Swedish customer have to make sure they get some because uh, because yes it's going to be to be sold unlike some of our colleagues we have not been releasing the 09 before the 08 we could have asked uh, the Swedish customer to wait a little more but we didn't do it for our normal vintage so we didn't want to do and it's not 
at Paul Roger, we, we, we release, uh, most of our vintages, we release them year after year. Yes. And in Sweden, uh, I think a couple of weeks before Christmas, they announce the Christmas present of the year, uh, what they think should be this year's Christmas present. So will Churchill 08 be Christmas present of the year? It could be. I mean, uh, it could be. But there are so many, I mean, there, there, there are quite a few, uh, this year we had quite a few releases of OA. You are right. The chance we have is that uh, the OA is released now. It means uh, that uh, people are going to be able to find some now. And as most of the people, like in France, are uh, doing their... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Buying at the end of, uh, or late, every year a bit later, It does mean that uh, it does mean that it could well be. I, I, I'm sure it's a, it's a beautiful Christmas present. Okay. The only problem is that sometimes uh, it's a present that people should wait before they open it, but they can drink it. I, I gave my my father a bottle of uh, Perrier 1955 for his uh, birthday. It which was, is uh, which is his birth year? Yes, yes. Yes, I saw that on the on your uh, and uh, and he asked me, second. okay, when when should I drink it? I said it's cold, so we drink it today. <laughs> and it was it was uh, really really good. It was fantastic condition. I have not uh, I have not been uh, testing, and I don't think it was a vintage uh, we had in in the cellar at Bologna. Maybe we we had it. 
But in these years, we were always selling the vintages until the end. Now okay. we try to keep more bottles, and I will do the same on the on the year eight. Uh, we will keep. We will not allocate all the production and we will keep some for a later release so we can do some vertical tasting together in uh, in 10 or 15 years. Are you going to do a late discouragement as well? No, it's not It's not planned yet. I mean, uh, we have some projects, but uh, it's a bit early to talk about it. You may have remembered that uh, we did talk about that uh, in the past, but we are not totally ready on that. On the current range, we are not going to do uh, to do late uh, late disgorgement. What we do is to uh, put more of our vintages in bigger bottles. We we bottle more magnums and more Jeroboams to have a, a different way because it's a fantastic content for for the aging. Mm. So even if we have no more wine to bottle, we may bottle less bottles and more magnums. Mm, nice. I've heard that uh, we might see a blonde blonde magnum in Sweden. We, we, Is it we, true? Yes. I mean, uh, I don't know if you will see it in, in Sweden. I don't know if it, it will survive uh, the transport between, uh, between Epernay and Sweden. But we did uh, ask from um, one of the next vintage. Uh, we have we have been starting to to bottle uh, Blanc de Blanc in Magnums. Yes. And uh, the next vintage for the Blanc de Blanc is going to be twelve. Twelve has been released. Yes. In uh, in Sweden, just recently. Again, I mean this Blanc de Blanc we call our liquid diamond is uh, is something very special. As our rosé vintage, uh, it's a, it's a young addition in the Paul Roger range because it was started with a '59 vintage, and it was not called Blanc de Blanc at the time. It was Blanc de Chardonnay. Mm. Uh, we call it liquid, our liquid diamond because it's we we do it with the crème de la crème. It's a blend of uh, the best of the Côte des Blancs. Yes. Uh, we have grapes from Wari, Chouilly, Cramont, Avis, Auger, Le Bénil sur Auger. Can't be better. Not too bad. No. But why didn't you why did you decide to not make uh, like a 2010 vintage? Because we were not um, you know sometimes there are several reasons. We we do not mean that it's not a declarable vintage. But uh, you see what you have in the cellar. And we had 80 at that time of the 2010, we had 90. Uh, we had 2000, 2002, 2004. 2000, we didn't do 2003, some did 2003, mm. 2006, 2008, 2009, yeah. 2000, 2002, 4, 6, 8, 9, 6 vintage. Mm in 10 years, which is quite unique. Yes. If we had uh, known that uh, 2011 won't be good, maybe we would have bottled vintage in 2010. Yeah. But 2011 was not for us a good vintage. Mm. And then we had 2012, 2013, 2015. I mean, we have some uh, vintage in the cellar. Yeah. 
Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, why? Why? Because two thousand. I've seen a few of them, but two thousand ten. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm not sure there are a lot of two thousand ten. You can always, I mean, in in the diversity of your sourcing, coming from your own vineyards or coming from uh, from your uh, the grower who are delivering the grapes, you can always find some, and that's why if you go. Some domain in some domain in Champagne, in Côte des Blancs, or in Montagne de Reims, they will make a vintage every year. Yes. Because on a specific terroir, you could. I think it. I, I think it could be interesting just to taste the year, even if it's not a fantastic year. You can taste how the year was. That's interesting, but I, it's only for for the growers. Of course. But for us, I mean, usually we have always the best wines from uh, any year. We are not always bottling them in vintages, but we need as well the best wine from a specific year to keep as reserve wines. Mm. And uh, usually in any cuvee of brut reserve, we have at least three, sometimes four back years. Yes. And we had some 2010 which were beautiful and, and which we have been keeping to back up mm. our uh, brut reserves. We have to talk a little bit about uh, the treasure from the collapse. Which treasure? Which treasure? <laughs> <laughs> this year, 2018, is, is a beautiful, um, started uh, amazingly when at the end of January, uh, we and after probably 19 years of nightmares and dreams. Dominique Petit, our chef de cave, was about to retire and to give the baton to our new chef de cave, Damien Cambre, after 19 years of nightmares and dreams. I mean, he was thinking about these bottles taken under the collapse, which did happen in 1900, three months after the death of Paul Roger himself. His two sons, Maurice and George, were taking care of Paul Roger, and they, Maurice was waken up by a huge noise. And that was a collapse of some of the cellars, two levels of cellars, and they lost, at that time, the equivalent of 1 to 1.5 million bottles, 500 casks of the, 90, of the 1898 harvest, Bottles from the vintage 1888 to 1897. Most of the, the harvest uh, 90, 1898 was destroyed mm. in bulk. It was almost the end of the Paul Roger story. Yeah. And thanks to the solidarity of the help of uh, the neighbors and the other Champenois and Champagne houses from Epernay. Paul Roger, Maison Paul Roger has been surviving. They have been trying to, to, to get, uh, to extract uh, some of the intact bottles under the collapse, but after two years they have been wall. They did wall everything because it was, the environment was very dangerous. Yes. And this did happen because of some heavy rains and probably some cellars which have been digging uh, at risk. Yeah. Um, 
January 2018, after some inquiries, Dominique and Damien have been finding a void on uh, across uh, one of the wall, and we have been enlarging this uh, this uh, little uh, hole, yes. and it became uh, and, and they saw uh, at the end of this big hole uh, a lot of broken glass. And that was on a Friday. And on the Monday, I was with Hubert uh, de Billy, fifth generation of the family, talking uh, in my office. And I received a text message from our chef de cave, sending a picture of a full bottle with a staple and a cork mm. on the table of uh, the laboratory. A full bottle. Oh my God. I mean, you realize that this, they found an intact bottle yeah. from under the collapse. And everybody was so excited <laughs> that everybody wanted to find one and we extract in two days 26 bottles. Ooh. And then I said, we stop everything mm. because too much excitement. I mean, in 1900, nobody was hurt, nobody died in this accident. Yes. I didn't want to have a new, uh, a new uh, collapse yes. and a new. Uh, so we stopped everything, and for the last nine months, ten months, we have been inquiring with five different companies together, government organization, to see how we could move into that very unstable environment. Mm. And uh, in the next few weeks, we are going to resume the search and uh, probably not too far away because it's very difficult and it's a huge investment as well to, to create a tunnel into the void yes. but hopefully we would find enough bottle to share with our friends not with uh, we will not uh, we will not put that at system baguette <laughs> but uh, hopefully we can share uh, and, and test bottles which are 118 years old with uh, with more uh, with more people, and we exactly. are not going to sell that. I no. mean, it's just if we can share it, it is part of the Paul Roger history, and it, it's something which is unique. And at the time we discovered this bottle, I we we gave the exclusivity of the of the news to the local paper yes. in uh, in Champagne. And I have been pushing this uh, double page of information to, to, to a lot of people. And this has been around the world extremely quickly. Mm. That was, uh, everybody was talking about it. Yes. And this as well has been leading us not to test these bottles between us. You haven't uh, tasted anything? No, because, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, we know how are testing some bottles which are from the 19th century because we have some in our cellar. The excitement for Paul Roger was more to find this bottle which disappeared at some point. Mm. And, and yes, we are interested uh, to test these bottles, but we are not interested to test it for us and to tell the story to people who will never have a chance to yeah. test it or maybe a few journalists or a few uh, a few uh, people from the elite so if we have the possibility to test and to share with more people that will be our uh, thing very generous <laughs> also you know it's not it's something probably that uh, 
is as well uh, great for uh, Christian de Billy. I mean, Christian de Billy from the first generation, he got this story from his grandfather, who was awakened by this collapse. Mm. Christian de Billy, two weeks ago, a few weeks ago, did celebrate his 90s birthday. He was from 1920. He, 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 he was born in 1928. Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that uh, we could take picture in January or February of these food bottles, of this story, at some point, we did not know if it was a story or not. <laughs> and now we know it was, it did really happen. Yes. We can touch some bottles. Mm, wonderful. I hope to hear uh, more about it when you start uh, digging in again. We'll let you know. And uh, maybe you come, uh, you come in Epernay, uh, and, and, and we can. Uh, I hope we can, uh, we can share a bottle. That would be would be lovely. <laughs> But it will soon be Christmas. What are you doing for Christmas this year? Uh, Christmas uh, is is always a family uh, moment, and uh, I will go in the south of France. Not because the weather is not bad in Champagne. It's bad in Champagne, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, some sun, mm. uh, and uh, it will be a few days, uh, relaxed days uh, around uh, a Christmas tree, of course. Do you have any special food that you enjoy during Christmas? I love to take uh, back to France uh, some souvenir from uh, Sweden and. Um, In fact, I am on my way to the to the market. Yes. Uh, so, what are you looking for there? Gravlax. Yeah. Beautiful Gravlax. Toastoskogen. Yes. Leuron. Uh, of course. <laughs> I mean, Black Row. Uh, I mean, there, there are so many good things which are beautiful and enjoyed by uh, by uh, many people. So, uh, and our. Uh, Friends from worldwide are always uh, nice to uh, to us at Paul Roger, uh, sending us or uh, mm -hmm. letting me going back uh, with some uh, beautiful uh, presents from uh, from Sweden. Some people at Paul Roger uh, always wet. Do you see Laurent coming back from Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, with some good uh, champagne, with some good white wines, with some good. Uh, Red wines. But of course you know the Swedish Julbord. It's a lot of everything. You've yes. been to Julbord, yes? Yes, of course. And what champagne uh, should we enjoy uh, at the Julbord? I mean, if you have the chance to uh, to uh, to get a bottle of uh, Churchill 08, maybe that could be uh, that could be something. Or uh, any, uh, maybe a Blanc de Blanc 2012. That could be good as well, or maybe one of each cuvier because uh, the Yule board is so is so large. Yes, or uh, <laughs> or one Magnum. You know, uh, we, we love to to say that the Magnum is uh, is the right size for two, providing one is not drinking. <laughs> And I know at uh, that kind of event uh, there are not many people not drinking, <laughs> so uh, maybe a few Magnums. Yeah. Stay away from the schnapps and uh, drink more champagne. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing against the schnapps, but uh, it is true that we, we, we drink more champagne and less schnapps yes. in champagne. Yes. So I hope you get a really, really nice vacation in Christmas. And uh, I'm honored to have you in the podcast for the third time. 
Thank you. I, I look forward to the next time. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Martin. Cheers. Cheers. Score. Score. Och där var intervjun klar med Laurent. Jag hoppas att eh, ni fick lära er någonting nytt om Paul Rocher. Som ni märkte så gick vi inte in så mycket på Paul Rochers historia. Utan det finns ju två andra avsnitt eh, som är släppta med Paul Rocher. Så att, är det så att ni inte har lyssnat på dem så tycker jag att ni ska gå in och lyssna. För att eh, det finns, det är en otroligt, otroligt härlig historia. Och jag tycker att det är roligt nu. Det är inte bara roligt, det är fantastiskt spännande och det är så att liksom håren reser sig på hela kroppen. När man tänker på de här flaskorna som har legat begravda sedan i början av 1900-talet som de nu börjar gräva fram. Och om jag, om jag lyssnar ordentligt på Loran och om Loran skulle ha en riktigt bra dag då kanske man till och med skulle kunna få smaka på någonting när man är där nere. Men det är absolut ingenting som jag tar för givet. Det som händer hos Bolloger nu det är att de, när ni lyssnar på det här så har de ju redan släppt Winston Churchill 08. Som jag tycker att ni ska köpa på er av. Den är absolut god att dricka nu. Men den, den bör lagras minst fem år för att eh, komma till sin rätta. Jag tycker egentligen att Winston 04 är den årgången som... Ja, det är en av de trevligaste årgångarna just nu. Så att har ni någon sån hemma så... Så tycker jag att ni kan korka upp den och så kan ni vänta med 08. Och som sagt, jag tror att det kommer bli årets julklapp helt klart. Och om jag får någon julklapp så hoppas jag att jag får, får en flaska Winston 08 som jag kan lägga undan till något härligt tillfälle. Jag har lagt ut en hel del provningar på hemsidan, eller rättare sagt Jessica har lagt upp en hel del provningar på hemsidan. Är det så att ni... Vill gå på någon av dem så behöver ni boka så fort som ni hör det här egentligen. För att det är bara tio platser per proning. Och eftersom att de är så pass ovanliga proningarna så brukar de bli fyllda väldigt snabbt. Så att det är bland annat en chaxelossprovning. Och nu pratar vi januari, februari, mars. Så att det är en chaxelossprovning med sju eller åtta olika sorters seloss. Några som är nutid och några lite längre bak i tiden. Har även en kom till champagne-vertikal som börjar från 94. Ett glapp på 95 och sen så hela vägen fram till 07. Har även Chetillon-provning, Chetillon-vertikal. Börjar på 00 med några hål och fram till 11. Och det är möjligt att det går att få ta på 12 även när den vertikalen är, när det är dags att köra den. Kommer också köra Bollanger RD VS Ané. Så att då kör vi både RD och Ané på årgångarna 90, 96, 02 och 04. Och sist men kanske inte minst och en av de provningar som jag tycker kommer vara väldigt, väldigt intressant. Det är att vi ska prova 15 olika Grand Cru champagner. Så att då har vi då en by, en druva, en producent. Så att, eh, den, den provningen är då till för att vi ska känna hur de olika byarna smakar. Det ska bli jätte, jättespännande. Men vill ni sponsra podden eller vill ni hjälpa oss, mig och Jessica på Champagnesviden. Det är vi som driver det här. Så får ni jättegärna gå in och eh, följa oss på Instagram. Eh, kommentera, tagga oss era bilder. Tagga oss om ni köper någonting på Systembolaget från våra tips. Och eh, 
även tipsa era vänner om att de ska följa oss. För att det är det som vi lever på. Vi behöver mycket följare och tar inte in någon sponsring eller betalning från importörer för att vi vill hålla oss objektiva och kunna säga precis vad vi vill om vad som helst gällande då champagne. Så att vi fortsätter göra som vi alltid har gjort. Säga vad vi alltid har sagt. Nu skickar Jessica meddelandet till mig här. Får se vad hon skrivit. Men vi fortsätter dricka champagne alla dagar som slutar på G. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.